oh my god, not this nigga drinking a cold brew at 9 p.m. You guys are not bugging out the voice you are hearing in your head right now, in your car, in your AirPods, popping up for some reason in the middle of you whacking your shit in the morning because you got the fucking automatic play setting or whatever. I don't even know if that exists. It's your boy Jimmy Luca. I'm back. I'm podcasting. And it's not a big deal. Niggas need a break sometimes and that's it. That's it. Not this nigga drinking a cold brew at 9 p.m. It's about to be a ride. It's about to be a ride. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Solita. Still, how the fuck haven't they kicked me off? I don't know, but it's still brought to you by Solita. So suck a dick. And thank you for sticking with me. Welcome to hell. Beep, 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 beep. That meat, my boy. I don't pay my taxes. Your girlfriend call me Kumar. Take your hand. Your name's Jimmy. Fucking scumbag. Shit could get hectic. Shit gets fucking hectic in life. A lot be happening. A nigga panicking. COVID's kind of wilding out again. And a nigga's fully vaxxed, but a nigga don't even know what that means anymore. Listen, man. I would love to tell you guys what made me step away for a month, I think it was. But we don't do that on this podcast. We talk numbers. We talk crypto. We talk sports. We talk everything but what I usually talk about. Now, I talk about whatever the fuck I want. When was the last time I put something out? In July? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I still remember the button, though. Nigga's still on point with that, though. God damn. Truth be told, had a lot of shit going on. Always have a lot of shit going on. But a lot of shit going on, and I kind of lost the podcast groove. And not for nothing, I enjoyed my summer a little bit. I got engaged. You know, that was fucking cool. And uh, I, got some, I got some funny stories about that one. And my dog punctured a gland in his fucking dick. Let me repeat that. My dog punctured a gland in his dick. I know some fucking Bethany, uh, some fucking Bethany who works, who, who's, who's like a fucking, a, uh, not even an employee, an intern at a fucking animal hospital is like, that's what you get. You should have adopted. Oh, you should have neutered him when you had the chance. Get the fuck That's out of here. That's how the fuck I feel about Bethany, who's an intern at the animal hospital. You don't even get paid to fucking wipe dog dick. <laughs> Not that you need to get paid, because animals should get love for free. But I'm just fucking being the, the usual aggressive asshole New Yorker that I am to the core. A lot happened, bro. A lot happened. You know, and uh, I enjoyed my summer a little bit, but also shit hit the fan a little bit. And now we doing we obviously doing the wedding planning and that's that can get stressful. 
but yo, there's COVID, there's fucking the shit that the shit that happened in Afghanistan, the world, the personal life, everything is just was just just got fucking. I was just like, you know what? If I don't have the mojo right now, if I can't perform, then I gotta fucking lay off of it, right? Just like a pill. You know, they give you antidepressants or you take keeps, you know, and the side effect might be we, we talked about this, guys. If you're a loyal listener, if you're new here, go back a couple of episodes. Sometimes you take pills that affect how you fuck. They affect your dick function. And if they do that and you can't perform, you get off of it a little bit. So I couldn't perform. I got off of it. And now I'm back. And now I'm fucking back. Now it's time. Now we're going to go crazy on the soundboard like my dad did when he was drunk. Get the fuck out of here. And going off. Mm-mm-mm. I should probably stop drinking the cold brew at nine, but I'm not going to. Because I need to make sure that this show goes somewhere. If I have a panic attack on the podcast, that's good content. I, I, pu- I push that out. I put it on Instagram. I get a couple of fucking views. And, you know, I get a blue check. And that's it. That's literally the goal here. There's no money. No fucking big house, nice car. I just want the blue check. I just want the clout. Give me the clout through a fucking nipple. Fuck. You know, for the first podcast back, man, I got to say these first five minutes, what if I've been saying absolutely nothing? But we here, man. (laughs) We are here. Delta's going crazy. Delta's going crazy. And we've got we've got another, I think there's another variant coming out now. COVID variants. Let's let's look at what variants are, are coming through. You know the you know the vibes, man. I provide the news. This is how I I look up the news on the spot and then I provide it to you. Because that's what the fuck we doing here. This is a news podcast now. Fauci warns of possible monster variant of COVID. Who listens to who listens to Fauci out there still, by the way? I can't I can't listen to this nigga. He just fucking He's never looked like somebody you could trust. And I don't have conspiracies about any I, he just looks like somebody you can't trust. I saw they they're giving these variants some crazy ass names, bro. I, I seen one. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I seen one that I was like, yo, where did they come up with these names? What 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 are the what are the the new covid the, the new covid variants now? Delta, alpha, gamma, beta. God damn. Alpha appears to spread more easily with about 50% increase. Gamma. Gamma. Like the fucking gamma radiation, like the Hulk. Beta. This variant reduces the effectiveness of some monoc... I'm not going to read this shit. The point is, COVID's getting crazy again. And shit's getting a little scary with the with how much they're forcing the vaccines. And I'll get into that. I'll get into that in a little bit. And then we pulled, we pulled our soldiers out of Afghanistan, which... I don't even think I'm going to get into that, but that was just scary because I, my mind goes back to 9-11. I was seven for 9-11, and that is not an age where any fucking child, that, that is not an age 
anybody should have to go through something like that. But, yo, part of life I've realized over the years, because according to the Bible, we fucked it all up by, you know, eating the apple or whatever. And I'm going to get into all of this later. There's a lot to get into today. Because I'm a fucking weirdo and I jump all over the place. You know, we... I think part of life is just going through crazy shit that you're not... Su- I think you're... I mean, not that you're not supposed to, but yeah, you go through this shit. Like, you kind of have to go through this shit. It kind of makes you a better person. That's just some. That's just me being, like, fucking uh, optimistic. Not pessimistic. Pessimistic is me off the meds, like, fucking wilding out, looking at shit in a negative light, I guess. I don't know. I still look at... It's 50-50, bro. You know what I mean? Let me feed my brain with more cold brew at nine because I need to be firing on all cylinders, baby. So I got engaged. I got engaged. I went down on one knee and I popped the question. I'm keeping a buck with you guys. I didn't even ask. I kind of fucking got it like that. I literally got down on one knee. I opened the thing and I legit just smiled and looked. And I didn't ask a damn thing. As soon as I opened the fucking thing, she shook her head yes while she was crying like a little bitch. And I said, yeah, that's probably the only thing I asked. I looked and I said, yeah, like kind of like, yeah, really? You sure? Like, I, I come with a lot, you know? I got a fucking... F- there's me, and there's a mini four-year-old version of me. And guess what? She fucking is sure as shit. She handles both of us very well. And, you know, fucking shout out to her, bro. <laughs> when you know, you know. I have... I For those who know me, there's not a lot of people... Who, listen to this podcast I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking quite frank here there's not a lot of people who listen to this podcast who don't really know me it doesn't it, it doesn't happen because there's people who know me know me and then I fucking talk a lot on this shit right and then there's people who know me through this I have been around the block you know I might have gotten around a little bit but we all do. If you're fucking listening to this shit, if you're her, if you're family, if maybe her mother, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know who's listening when they're listening. Don't fucking judge. We've all, you know, been, been fucking whores at one point. It's fine. Don't judge. My point is, I've been around the block, and when and, and literally, I've heard the saying, when you know, you know, and it never made sense to me. And it's and it makes sense now. When you know, you know. It's fucking crazy how that works. And it was beautiful. I fucking yo. Shout out to her friend Talene. My friend Talene now, my future sister-in-law, if you will. Hit her up. Planned it out with her. Planned it out. Had the whole family come through. We walked onto the beach. I might have a bonus episode to fucking talk about this shit and just talk about the the engaged life and the fucking 
the 70 pound fucking pile of shit that is planning on your back. I don't mean to make the wedding sound like it's going to be a stressful thing. It's not. It's going to be lit because I'm a lit dude and I like having a lit time. But the engagement itself was dope. I literally walked onto the beach and as we're walking onto the beach, there's this massive crowd on on balconies. Like as I'm walking onto the beach, she has no idea still. I'm looking to the right and I'm seeing all these people on balconies on the telly. And I'm like, yo, this is so hot boy right now. Like if she's going to find out anything's going on, she's going to find out right now with all these people fucking standing there like it's a WWE show. And of course I step onto the beach and I feel like it's fucking That's how I feel. And after I got on one knee, I you betcha fuck I literally got up and I fucking waved I waved my hands and I was like, "Let's fucking I didn't say let's fucking go cuz her parents was were there. But I was like, "Let's fucking go mentally." But I waved my hands up in the air because yo I felt like a star. And I know she felt like a star. And that's what matters, baby. That is what fucking matters. That shit was dope. Her her uh, her mom and dad were there. I kind of feel weird kissing her in front of her mom and dad. Not really her mom. I mean, I'm a savage. I do whatever the fuck I want. Classic, bougie, ratchet. Um, But I feel a little weird doing it in front of her dad because he's just this, like, older <coughs> Armenian dude. And he reminds me of all of those older, savage, like, Middle Eastern niggas I grew up with in New York who, at any given moment, are just going to fucking flame you and spit in your fucking bacon, egg, and cheese. But, yo, I, I mean, what else do you do? I'm not going to fucking look at her in the eye and not give her a kiss. So I gave her a smooch. And then we went to dinner. We all went to dinner. And then after dinner, I literally, I was so lit at dinner. I don't know what it was in my head, but I literally was like, I'm going to get this nigga fucked up. I'm going to get this nigga twisted. If I could pill Cosby his shit right now, I would. But for now, we will settle for getting him absolutely demolished. So we did. We got him lit. I kept feeding him shots. He looked me in the eye, and he was like, no. The way he, the way he is with the, he, those are like the clearest things he can say with his accent. No. There's like no accent to it. Maybe a little no, but that's it. I got him fucked up kept feeding him shots no matter what doesn't matter then I said you know what come to the fucking girl you want to come to my hotel come through and I'm gonna get you even more lit and I feel like part I was really lit and I swear to god this crossed my mind because I'm a little fucked up up here when I first met this dude it was on a Christmas and it was like the worst experience in the world meeting a parent because it's like, I didn't even do anything to your daughter yet. That was a bad joke. Nothing's going to happen, but I didn't even do anything. I just showed up this fucking Dominican and Puerto Rican non middle Eastern. I'm sorry, man with tattoos and fucking 
holes in his ears and a hole in his nose and fucking a tattoo on his face. I just showed up this fucking like absolutely opposite of what he pictured for his for his little girl, which is understandable. I'm like over it. I mean, there's probably some things that I probably won't accept as a dad, but I'm not I, I'm, I'll probably be a little more laid back about it to some extent. But as a father to a little girl's perspective, from, from a father's to a, little, to a little girl's perspective, I get it. So the Christmas experience wasn't so good. And I think what crossed my mind when we were at dinner after the engagement was, this is a really nice time, right? I came to you to meet you on Christmas and it just wasn't cool. Now I'm going to get my revenge and fucking kill this dude. (laughs) I'm going to get him fucked up. That is like the best non like extreme revenge I can get is just to get him super, super lit. Just so he can sit there and really like take it in. Because when you're lit, you feel everything more. You're more emotional. And I fucking, I got him so fucked up. And I, and I literally, bro, I was so lit. It was so funny to me. I took out my phone. I was taking a snapshot of all of us in the telly. And I, and I zoom in on him. And he just looks so fucking disappointed. <laughs> he looks so, like... What was going through his head had to have been like, yo, yesterday, like the whole day he was vibing. And then like, you know, when you're lit, when you go, when you go, when you get home after you're lit and you have that moment of realization, like when you finally sit down or you go to your bathroom mirror and you look at yourself and you just, it just finally hits you. And this dude's probably like, man, this nigga is really about to be fucking banging that out for the rest of eternity. Uh, yes. yes. I don't sugarcoat shit at all. Yes, sir. I am. That's what happened. I just thought of what I would have thought of in that moment. I know I would have thought that if my not so cup of tea came through and and proposed, I know that my moment of realization after getting lit would be that I would be like, wow. And he literally just sat there. He was just like, like just holding. He had like the face palm, but on his mouth. I feel like when you do the face palm on your mouth, like this, you're kind of just like, you know what? I'm about to get out of pocket, but let me, before I get out of pocket, let me just do this and just keep my out of pocket shit up here in my brain. That was the funniest shit. That was the funniest shit. Maybe I'll show the video. Maybe not. Maybe I'll do it on the fucking bonus episode. But, uh, guys, Take As Needed is brought to you by Solita. I haven't done this in a while. Listen up. If life reminded us anything these last two years is that shit gets stressful and wellness is important for both women and men alike. 
And there's no better way to take care of ourselves mentally than starting with our skin, beards, and boobies. We love the beards and boobies. Solita has products that stretch far beyond soap like booby butter and belly oil for that MILF in your life and the ultimate beard care subscriptions for that beard that you love to stroke. I bet you can find beard oil at Target, but can you customize your fragrance? I didn't think so. Solita's slogan is for your very own, and they live by that by making most of your experience customizable with woman-owned products that are handcrafted and 100% vegan and cruelty-free because women know what they're doing with this shit. Give your body the the essentials it deserves. Visit solitasoap.com and use promo code Jimmy's Diner at checkout. That's promo code Jimmy's Diner at checkout. So where do we go from here from talking about skin and wellness? My dog's bleeding penis. My dog's bleeding penis. When I tell you, <laughs> so I had already gone through, We I don't know when, the last time I did a podcast, I don't think it was hap- it, this had happened yet, but my boy was hurt already previously. He had already like, he fractured something in his, in his knee and he was already on the shelf. And just our luck, <clears throat> My boy starts healing up. And the more he starts healing up, the more, you know, the more he realizes I'm horny. I'm a horny nigga. I am a growing up horny nigga. I am still going through puberty, dog puberty and all this shit, right? This dude has a new bed. Probably like the fucking third or fourth bed we bought him. Such a bully move. But, you know, we love him. And I'll probably buy him like fucking two more beds before I actually buy him the bed that he is not going to damage. This motherfucker rips his bed open. And he must have humped the part of the bed that was the zipper part and punctured a gland in his red rocket. If you're eating breakfast or eating anything, I'm sorry. Turn this shit off, but fucking turn it back on later because it's a pretty crazy story. This motherfucker punctured his fucking gland in his penis. He ripped, he broke his penis. His penis is broken. You know the fucking video of Mike Tyson? I broke my back. My back is broken. Spinal. He broke his penis. His penis is broken. Cack. I was fucking devastated. I was devastated. The first thing I could think of was, God damn it, this motherfucker is not going to be able to fuck. He's not going to be able to produce. I'm not going to be able to get puppies. Or not puppies, one puppy. Because I, I want a little girl. And, I, want, and I, want, I wanted a little bully girl to be part of the fucking little bully family. Bruce is my baby boy for now. I love him to death. I appreciate him. I love, I fucking love my dog so much. Let me just say that. Because the stress of having a dog 
is like so fucking crazy. It it's it, I would I would probably not not to a T, but I would almost compare it to the stress of having a newborn baby. Like this dude got injured. It was so bad because it's like fuck what's happening. He's not even reacting. Like he was reacting to the leg injury, but then when the penis should happen, he was just gushing blood. All. Let me let me paint a picture. It's not a pretty picture, but I'm going to paint it with the color red. Every single time his red rocket Kmart came out, it was Kmart. Get the fuck out of here. Because Kmart is red, just like the blood that he was. Listen, every time his red rocket Kmart, <laughs> I keep saying Kmart. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? Can I not do this anymore? Should I retire and do fucking, I don't know. I'm going to do porn. That's a good idea. I think porn stars still, still uh, sell t-shirts. Every time his red rocket came out, Kmart, pew, 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 pew. These flags right here were taken down, right? I don't know if you guys know this, but the podcast studio room is also the Bruce room, also the dining room. I just took away the the aura of Jimmy's Diner, the take-as-needed studio, the Jimmy's Diner studio. Every time this motherfucker's red rocket came out, pew, 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 pew. Literally, every time it came out, it was just like, all of those noises at once. This is an ASMR fucking podcast now about the, the, the sounds of the blood squirting out of Bruce's dick. I bet you've never heard of, the, of squirting and somebody's genitalia sounding bad until this point. My dog's dick. All over this fucking room. This room looked like a horror scene. For a month. Because they told us he punctured a gland and he just and apparently he he went so fucking hard, this dude, that he punctured a gland and then ended up his. Let me try to remember this. His urethra was. Something about it being fucking backwards or off or whatever. This dude went so hard, he fucked his dick up. Okay. And I had to fix him. I had to neuter him. And, bro, if no plug, no ad, Cranston Animal Hospital is fucking amazing. You know, they were like, you know, we're, I know you, the first vet, by the way, who, because you guys know how I feel about this shit. I've, I've expressed it before. They, they were the first vet to not push neutering on us. They weren't trying to fucking shame us for it. Like, people are being shamed for not, you know, like, wanting to get a vaccine these days. They they never shamed us for not wanting to neuter him. They never shamed us for, like, you know, we, can't, we, we possibly want to breed him. Like, never pushed it on us. This dude literally fucking went so hard that he fucked his penis up. And... At that point, they were like, you know, we know that you guys didn't want to do this. We're going to do a surgery to fix the way his penis is. But if you don't neuter him, there's a possibility of this happening again. So I was like, you know what? I can't jerk the dog off. 
There's no there's no pocket pussy for dogs. So let's just do this. Fuck it. It is what it is. It's not all about the money. It's not all about bre- it's not about the money and it's not about breeding. I got the dog because I wanted the dog. And then I thought, you know what would be nice to have fucking puppies one day. But, you know, it doesn't always happen that way. I'll get a girl later on if the time if the if all, you know, the stars align for it. But you know, we neutered him. He's good now. It was, it was a self. I was like, you know what? If if he's gonna be whatever makes him better, because he was just going through it. And he, the crazy shit is, he kept going. He would like he wouldn't stop. He had like no idea. He, this dude's fucking long red shaft was out, and he had no idea he was bleeding. It was just fucking right here like this. It was just out, fucking brolic as hell, just spewing blood everywhere. And he would just look at you with this look. With his underbite. Spewing blood everywhere. Not knowing what's happening. Just still looking at you with his underbite. I'm like, bro, you have no idea, huh? And he's just sitting there like, uh-uh. I'm just fucking going to keep going. This is, what is this? Is this my cum? No, sir. You are just wilding right now. He's good now. God damn, though. I thought me beating my meat as bad as I did and still do when I was growing up was bad. Yo. Like, I, I, I remember, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, thinking about it right now, and I'm fucking, like, getting the... And shout out to my girl, because she, she was fucking phenomenal with that, too. She was a champ. I'm a fucking bitch when it comes to shit like that. Let me tell you who I am as a future husband. If I saw a rat in this house, I'm fucking leaving. I'm calling her, and I'm going to be like, you got to fucking handle that, because I can't. I'll drop dead, and then that'll be the end of us. And there's no insurance policy. There's no fucking life insurance policy yet, so you're fucked. That was that was bad. I I I remember being younger, bro. This was the funniest thought process to have when I was when I was like going through puberty and and growing up. I used to fucking absolutely demolish my shit. I'm talking maybe like the what was the what was the craziest I went like four or five times in one sitting. Four or five times in one sitting. Four times in one sitting, I think. It wasn't three. It definitely wasn't five. So what's the number in between? Four. Get the fuck out of here. I beat my meat four times in one sitting. Often. 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 Boy, I do this often. That's me talking to my dick. Boy, we gonna do this often. I fucking jacked my shit four times in one sitting multiple times growing up. And you know what's funny? And it was partly because, like, I grew up in a heavily, like, Christian household. Was, like, I was, like, damn, bro, I'm I'm going, like, way too hard. Like, I was always, like, because I grew up in the household that I grew up in, I was always, like, questioning everything I did. Like, the music I listened to, everything. And fucking jerking your meat four times in one sitting does that. And also, like, my shit was fucking sore. I literally, the shit... After the four times, the shit literally felt like a fucking, like, like a sore muscle. 
like after you work out a muscle and like fucking the, the 24 to 48 hours after where it starts feeling fucking sore, that's how my dick felt. And I literally sat there and I was like, this is, this can't be good. This is too much. This is way too much. My shit's sore. My shit's kind of like fucking a little red a little bit. It's, it's, it's going through it. I literally define beating, beating your meat. I literally beat my meat just now. And it happened often. And I thought that was bad until I got a fucking pit bull, a a bull, a bully puppy, an American bully puppy who fucking masturbated to till his fucking dick bled. I thought that that was bad until I got an American bully puppy who fucking masturbated until his dick started bleeding. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. He's my son. He is the dog version of my son. Dogs are more hornier, I guess. So if human, if, 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 if human version of Bruce, his dad, a.k.a. me, was fucking jacking his shit four times in one sitting until it was fucking sore and red, was doing that, then, of course, as a puppy, as, you know, him being nine months is probably like this. If I was like 14, 15 at the time, that's the that's his version of being 14, 15. He's going to fucking hump the shit out of a broken pillow so hard that he is going to bleed all over the place and bleed for weeks because he won't stop. That was bad. This is probably the most gruesome you will hear this podcast. Probably not. But, you know, this is this is pretty bad. Oh man. That was that was fucking terrible. And I had to fix him. I wanted to breed him, I'm not gonna lie. You know? That's gonna piss a lot of people off. My uh my boy Will, he he bred his uh his French bulldog, his Frenchie. And his mom gave him a lot of shit. I know a lot of women who, a lot of women in that, like, industry, in the, in, not industry, I should say, who are, like, vets. They shit on that. I get it. But, you know, not everybody wants to adopt. Some people want to shop. Respect it. Don't respect it, but fucking shut up about it. If you're doing it for money, you're kind of fucking scumbag. If you're doing it to make people, you know, I, I mean, I guess, yes, you're going to partly do it for money, but you're making people fucking feel good. You, as long as the dog is going to a happy home, that's all I care about. A happy home, it's going to be healthy, it's going to be happy. The people are not assholes, they're going to know for sure to take care. If you're just fucking selling dogs, just sell dogs in here. Truly a piece of shit. I'm going to do an ad. Speaking of money. Guys. So you want to buy a brand new Tesla or you're looking into buying a house to fit all the kiddos and doggos. Or if you're me, you want to bowl out and do both. But you need better credit and you don't know what to do from credit cards to those collection companies that seem impossible to get removed. You got to holla at my boy Carlos then. Your millennial business and financial coach. I shit you not, I've been in touch with this man for a few months and he has worked wonders on my credit score and I'm just trusting the rest of the process baby 
Text credit to 401-267-8436. That's credit to 401-267-8436. And tell them Jimmy sent you. So we can all pull up to the barbecues and Model 3s. Yo, how crazy is the world still? I fucking, we thought 2020 was bad. 2021 is like a couple months shy of being over. Is 2022 going to be fucking shitty too? Because I I don't know how much longer I could deal with this shit. I went through some crazy shit with uh, my therapist. It's always crazy in there. You go, you dive into rabbit holes and... The rabbit holes keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's crazy, but awesome at the same time. Because you start, you figure out things that you thought you had figured out. And you really didn't. There was more to figure out about them. Bro. In this, like, month that I was not podcasting. And even a little before that. I found myself. The... Bro, the fucking Delta variants, the fucking vaccine uh, controversy, the stuff in Afghanistan, Joe Biden's fucking seeming like a sleepy fucking weird fuck. And I made a comment today, like, you know, everything is everything is so sketchy. This whole these last two years just feel like. It definitely feels like a weird ass apocalyptic setting or the or the simulation is is uh is glitching. Either way it's weird. And I went down this rabbit hole with my therapist. I'm like, bro, like I fucking just feel panic all the time. I feel panic. And I'm like, yo, where is this shit coming from? And I and I kept like digging and digging and we're digging and digging. And I'm like, dude, like I'm kind of like waiting for the world to like end. I'm like waiting. F- I, like, I feel like we're like a time bomb right now. And I'm like waiting for it to end. I'm waiting for some fucking huge grand finale. And that literally comes from what she called the religious trauma. I'm getting anxiety right now fucking thinking about talking about it. And I'm going to fucking chill out with this cold brew. Literally, being in church every fucking two weeks or every week. But every two weeks, let's call it that. But most of the time, every week. Talking about the book of Revelations. Why the fuck do I want to hear about the book of Revelations? Can I go back downstairs where we used to have the, where they used to show the little cartoon uh, Bible stuff. I swear, I got put upstairs. You know how in church they have the upstairs for the adults and then the downstairs for the kids? I feel like I got thrown into the adult thing. What's with that? They throw you the in, into the adult stuff way too quick. I feel like you had the cartoons until you're like fucking eight or nine and they throw you and they throw you to the adult thing, the, the adult section. And in the adult section, they're yelling at you the whole time. Jesus is coming. You better repent. 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 Because they repeat shit fucking four times. And they talk about, oh my God. When 9-11 happened, it was about the Twin Towers. When 9-11 happened, it was about 9-11. It was about 9-11. It was about storms. It was about the weather getting crazier. 
and 9-11 and Bush. And then it was about Obama. And every fucking president is scared, is sketchy and they're the Antichrist and they wear the mark of the beast. And I'm just like, bro, this is way too much for my fucking 10-year-old brain to handle right now. And it always is. It was never okay. And now because of that, I every what what's with church what's what was with churches like that by the way and if there's still churches like that around what is with you guys and the obsession with the end of the world and warning people that the end of the world is coming that's that's psychotic that is so fucked up and i don't i feel like if i'm a god i'm not gonna want people if i'm god right i'm not gonna want the people preaching about me to like scare people into loving me you learn that shit in fucking Bronx Tale to be feared and to be loved is not the same it's two different things I think it's Bronx Tale leave it to the fucking mob movie nigga in me to fucking compare compare it to bring it up if I'm God and, and, and preachers are coming back to me like yo we got some more believers. We got some more lovers. You got some more people on your side. And I'm like, well, what'd you do? We scared them. We told them the world was ending soon. Well, why the fuck would you do that? Now I don't know if these niggas actually love me. Now they just fucking, now when they all come to the gates, I'm going to be like, oh, who, who's, who's real? Who's fake? Like that fucking song from the sidekick era. Yo, that was it every week. Every week, Wallen, 9-11, fucking global warming, fucking Bush, Obama. Oh, my God. I'm, like, freaking out right now. When 9-11 happened, I, I, I was shook. I was like, yo, this is it. This is the end. I was shook all the time. I was shook all the time after 9-11. Because a seven-year-old shouldn't have gone through what I went through. No one, no one in New York should have gone through what they went through. For the first time, it's been 20 years. For the first time, I give it up to myself. I give it up to anybody who would watch it, anybody in America. But I give it up to myself being, living in New York for that time, just watching that. Because that day was fucking terrifying for me. And that day, I didn't even realize until I started doing therapy, did a lot to me. You know, it, it it wasn't just, it wasn't, nowhere near was it just my, you know, what, what I went through in uh, my personal life at home. It was that. And I knew it, it did some stuff to me mentally, but I didn't know to, to the extent where literally weeks after that, I was just look, I would always be looking up at the sky and having dreams and, and. And waiting and walking through New York, kind of like waiting for the next big thing to happen. Kind of like resenting living in New York. I fucking loved New York. I loved living in New York. I I would still, I think, I say it all the time that it's a little too crazy for me now. But the more I go back, the more I'm like, maybe I would live here again. But man, like I that day did something to me where I was kind of like, I I don't want to live here. Like this is a fucking target. This is a huge target now. Now I know. Now, then that was, this was my mind as a seven-year-old kid. All the way till I was like 10, 11, 12, you start to get over it a little bit. But I was always walking around waiting for the next big thing to happen. Well, when's it going to happen again? When's the next plane going to fall out of the sky? Obviously getting afraid to get on planes. Dude, 
And I'm and I finally brought myself to like you know it's been twenty years. Let me sit down. Let me watch a documentary because I I bro for twenty years I know so many people who were like oh you got to watch this you got to watch that. I think I watched one thing and that was the movie World Trade Center with my dad. We both sat through it. We both like you know. And for the first time, it's been twenty years. I actually sat down and watched doc watched the documentary on Hulu nine eleven. A Day in American History, I think it's called. Fun. I mean, tough watch, tough to get through, but amazing documentary in a sense that I it definitely made me feel smaller. You know, we all we can't we shouldn't con- compare each other's trauma and shit like that. But it made me feel smaller in a sense that, like, I thought I was going through it that day, just fucking being a seven-year-old kid in school and hearing over the loudspeakers, we are evacuating the schools. Your parents are coming. Your parents are already here um, for you. If not, they will be here soon. Your teachers will stay with you. We need to leave now. All the schools are getting cleared out. You know, why, why? We're asking the teachers. They get the information. Oh, you know, there's been a terrorist attack. Two planes crashed into the buildings, and I'm just sitting there like, bro, what's a fucking terrorist? And they tell me at seven what a terrorist is, and I'm like, these motherfuckers exist? Wow. Shit just got real fucking deep. And then I get out of school with my dad, and my dad, being very as low-key as he possibly can, just telling me to keep looking straight, you know, don't look to the left, and I look to the left, which is south of Manhattan, because I lived uptown, and you just see the fucking cloud of, of fucking cloud of smoke, and it was terrifying, and I get home, and that's all that's on the news, and you just see it all unfold for the rest of the day, and I, and, and I thought that was bad, I thought that fucked me up, I thought that I went through it, and then you, and then I watched this documentary, and you see, it's so amazing, because you see not only stories from survivors and heroes, but you see that they went through it even harder and they overcame and they were brave through all this shit. And this is me kind of taking some of the podcasts, I guess, to naturally, you know, touch on 9-11. But it's, you know, I, I highly recommend it because it's, it, it's, it's tough to get through, man, but and is it a powerful watch? Like the the fact that there was there's people, there's survivors, and there's heroes out there telling their story, and like, you know, just reminding reminding us that we lost a lot that day, but we we gained a lot with how much people united, and the amount of firefighters that came from all five boroughs and just got together, and and police officers and. The, the people, the regular people, the regular day-to-day nine-to-five people who fucking literally banded together to, like, just help each other out was insane. And one of the things that always pissed me up, pissed me off about 9-11, and I kind of went away from, like, the religious stuff a little bit. The point of the religious stuff that I was making was, you know, that stuff didn't help either. Like, the 9-11 stuff... The 9-11 stuff happened, and that was another opportunity for the pastor to be like, you know, this, this is happening now. This means that the end is coming, and, you know, fucking three-headed dragon's going to come out of the ground, and Jesus is going to come out of the sky, and there's going to be all-out war, and fucking the Antichrist is going to roam the earth. And I'm just like, bro, this is way too much. 
I'm fucking seven. I should be, I'm seven through like what, 13, 14, or whenever I stop going to church. I should be doing these things in order. Watching Cat Dog, watching fucking, what came after? Jimmy Neutron, SpongeBob, graduating to fucking like wrestling and the Attitude Era and how edgy wrestling was to like seeing girls on wrestling with fucking tits and my penis starting to do things that I am realizing. What should I do with it? And then graduating to Pornhub and fucking whacking my shit four times in one sitting. I shouldn't, this, this shouldn't be part of my like routine, but it was. <laughs> the fuck? And the point that I was making with the, that's another thing that was, tra- that, that's trauma from the past that was kind of getting to me this past month was like, yo, I did it again. Another big, 9-11 was, I, I think in comparison, 9-11 did more things to me. But I know COVID, because that was in my face, that was like very like, oh shit. And I was waiting for something, some next big bad thing to happen. But COVID in itself is another kind of 9-11 on a large, not, it's apples and oranges, but it, mental health wise, I feel like it's a very big like, Fuck. Just 2020, not even just COVID. You know, COVID, the George Floyd stuff, the amount of just police brutality stuff that we witnessed and the COVID stuff and, 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 and now the stuff with the vaccines. I'm fully vaccinated, and I think that the way they're pushing the vaccines and, you know, my fiance's sister is, like, facing the facing the fact that she might lose her job because she is not comfortable with it right now. And you know what, dude, like I believe in science, you know, I am, I got the vaccine for my own reason. I truly believe from what I've seen and, and because I went through this, that once everybody gets COVID, they're going to be like, you know what? I don't want to fucking get this shit again. I'm going to get the vaccine, but let them figure that out on their own. I think that that's, it's weird. But do I think there's, like, fucking deeper shit to it? No, I just think that um, I, this is my opinion. Who the fuck am I? It looks sketchy. Yes, I get it. But the people in power, governments of the world, or I get, get, at least America, keeping it in here, I believe that they just want to fucking get back to normal and stay that way because it it just does so much damage to the economy. And it's still a selfish... You know, it's selfish if you think about it. But they just want to get back to normal that bad. I think that's what it is. I don't think everything is a conspiracy. And I'm, I'm, you know, I've always touched on some conspiracy theories. I believe in some conspiracy theories. But I think sometimes conspiracy theories get to be a little too much. And I kind of resent them because of that religious trauma. I resent them because that it, it reminds me of that. It reminds me of being in church and because one bad thing or a couple of bad things happen in the world, automatically it means, you know what, the world's ending and all of this fucking scary shit that the Bible says is going to happen is going to happen soon. And, and it's all, it, I resent it all and it's disrespectful to me a lot of times. Like the 9-11, you know, like I, I remember... Coming to Rhode Island and 
people didn't say it in New York, but I remember coming to Rhode Island. And it's like that didn't really happen. Did you see it happen? You saw it happen, and it's like, yes, bro. I saw. I saw it happen. I saw it happen in real time from fucking uptown. And I remember even like a school shooting at one point. And where was it? Uh, uh, Sandy Hook. All the you know the whole paid actors thing on the news. Ignorance. All those lives lost on 9-11. All those lives lost through Sandy Hook. And it's like, did that really happen? Or was it, you know, did they make it seem like that happened? Or was it staged? Same thing with the vaccine stuff. The vaccine stuff blows my fucking mind. I've had people call me a sheep. I've had people. And I'm not even out here. Fuck. Bro, I see fucking Karens out there. Literally. You should get the vaccine. You are fucking, you're terrible if you don't get the vaccine. Oh, that's so selfish. It's the most selfish thing you can do to not get the vaccine. In a way, I guess. But also, is it? I'm not that dude. I'm not even out here telling people, yo, I'm fully vaxxed. Why aren't you? I don't even fucking tell people. I've had people ask me. Oh, you're vaxxed? Or I've had to educate people because they come out with some crazy shit. Oh, you're a sheep. You know, you're... You've got to fuck... The craziest shit is the chip. I don't even want to get into that anymore because I feel like I have a lot. My point is conspiracy theories are just ignorant as fuck. You guys got to, like, really think about what you're actually saying before you say it because you never know who's listening. There's people... There's someone... There's There are many people in this world who lost somebody on 9-11... There are many, there are people in this world who lost people through Sandy Hook or they went through something like Sandy Hook or 9-11 and, it, and, and you're just spewing some shit that you, that are, there, there are no facts behind it. You just fucking heard or saw about it on a YouTube's conspiracy theory video that somebody put together. I don't know, man. Conspiracy theories are just ignorant as fuck and we just got to keep that in mind. We got to be a little more mindful because... People are going through real shit, and some people, in this case, in the vaccine case, I guess, some people need these vaccines. Some people get them because, me, simply, I don't want to fucking get sick again. I don't want to fucking be out of work for 14 days again. I don't want to not breathe and keep waking up out of my fucking sleep not breathing. I don't want to go through a weird irregularity in my heartbeat because of this virus that just that was in my body weeks ago that is still affecting me now. Yeah, the, the world's heavy right now, bro. But, you know, we back. We're going to keep podcasting. We're going to keep pushing. Um, hopefully not as hard as Bruce, but, you know, we're going to keep pushing. Um, I think I might have missed an ad, but it's all good. I'll do it next time, or maybe I'll do it on the fucking other podcast. I don't know. Guys, thank you um, for supporting, as always. And this has been episode 71. I will be back, right back for 72. And remember, sometimes, bro, like, whether you're podcasting or you're an artist or you're a friend, whatever you do, if... If shit gets fucking tough, take that break, take that, take that step back. You don't always need to announce, you know, 
I'm stepping away, I'm coming back, whatever. Sometimes you just take a step back and whatever you're doing will be there when you get back and that's it. It's still 2021. Hopefully 2022 is uh, is better. We're getting fucking Spider-Man No Way Home. I, there was Homecoming. There was Far From Home. Now there's No Way. We're getting Spider-Man No Way Home. We're getting fucking Venom Carnage. Let there be Carnage. We're getting The Matrix in December. Hopefully this these awesome movies just means that, you know, the start of next year is going to be good. That's just my logic. I don't know. These are the fucking simple good things that I hold on to because I'm still that, like, 70-year-old kid who finds joy in, like, comic books and shit when the world's around me, when the world around me is, like, fucking going crazy. All right. Thank you for listening to me saying absolutely nothing at all again. This has been Take As Needed. And we out. It's the outro. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them. It's Jimmy's Diner.